Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Blacksmith's Furnace with your boy Pete. I like Mo, obviously. Heavy hitters. We heavy out hitters, here. heavy hitters yeah. out, yeah. Yeah. As, Red as Mike per, Rob ain't with us, so as per usual, if you don't hear, if you hear me, then you know it's good times ahead. Mm. We're coming with the biblical expositions. We're coming with the with the heavy heavyweight topics. You know them ones there. We're we're doing stuff. Tell them, tell them. If they we're didn't doing know. Doing stuff, yeah. They didn't know. Yeah. We're getting um, into a Bible study. <laughs> Speaking of which, sorry, not sorry. Interestingly, I was just curious. I'll go first. For sorry, not sorry. Um, I was curious. What What are you studying at the moment, or what have you studied, and what's been your most recent sort of revelation? Oh or realisation or discovery oh, oh. well am I stuck biblically well yeah biblically <laughs> okay um what am I studying biblically I think so most of my studies so I've I have spent like this this is a this is a long backstory but hopefully it won't be too long I have spent about the past decade chopping and changing study approaches mm. Um, predominantly because I have been um, trying to mimic the study approaches of other people. Okay. And um, it hasn't, it hasn't clicked. It hasn't worked. So. I'd be super curious just, just before we, so before you go into what you are studying, mm. what sorts of approaches are you studying and or are you using? And sort of where are you copying them from? So or where are you looking, getting them from? So I was using um, a few things from um, John Piper's stuff. Mm. I forgot the, the ministry. Desiring God. Desiring God. Yeah. Um, I had looked at a few um, study Bibles. I looked at a few commentaries. I looked at a few Bibles with commentaries and stuff in it. Um, but I realized that as I was looking at those, my fixation became my fixation turned towards their notes as opposed to leaning on God to direct me as I was studying. Mm. Um, and so leaning more so away from those, I've studied theology, so that gives me some sort of a grounding. Um, but the the one that I stuck with for the most significant amount of time was one that John Piper had introduced me I was introduced to through John Piper which was almost breaking the text like following the text but then seeing how each word links to the words that came before okay so it's a lot it's 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 really slow but yeah, is that what really he does and he, there's like the video and he's like so yeah yeah drawing yeah. arrows and stuff yeah yeah okay. it's it's really in depth but it's painstakingly slow mm. Um, you can literally spend, I, I, I would spend like a whole study session, two, two verses. Mm. And then the next one would then kind of build on from that. Now, obviously, if, if you're dedicating yourself to studying the word of God, then it isn't a week long study. It's like mm. a lifelong study. Yeah. And so it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, 
but my my means of studying right now is sorry sorry just before you go because i'm yeah. super curious in this so obviously um when you say looking at how the words relate to each one are you sort of going to the original languages how so are you, what are you looking that, for that would have been yeah. a natural next step for me um to get into biblical greek looking more specifically at the new testament which i actually did start studying mm-hmm. um i'm on my own time but um i was using um the esv and cross-referencing it with other um okay translations right um so that's that's what i was doing so i'd read different translations and then cross-reference how they were kind of putting them together right. and there will be certain words that i would look at the greek for um that will stand out to me and then kind of do that um but yeah it was painstakingly slow Mm. um but that was like study um and I had tried topical studies but I found that problematic in that how do you safeguard well there is a safeguard for it but how do you adequately safeguard pigeonholing um scriptures or shoving scriptures into context that you want it to be as opposed to what it's it's coming from mm-hmm. um because some scriptures can be applicable in different contexts but when we if we're to keep it strictly to the context that is presented in, in the bible it then um limits the range of uses or applications that it can be it can be applied to mm-hmm. um so yeah i found i found that there was a danger there so i tried to avoid that um but then I started looking at, I started right now more so on a biblical theology perspective okay. um, in a way that I've, the, the, there's, there's a different, slight difference between systematic and biblical theology. Mm-hmm. Systematic theology is looking at, um, so we may look at Christology and then look, look throughout the Bible to see where Christology comes in or Christology is mentioned or whatever. So we may, we'll look at the Old Testament and see where Jesus I'm is super sure Christology is never mentioned in the Bible. I don't know, you know, like that. Um, so it's like we'll look in the Old Testament to see specific spaces where Jesus is foreshadowed. Mm. Um, and then in the New Testament where the person and work of Jesus is, is explicitly expounded. So obviously the Gospels clear case but then we in in the pauline epistles um, i think it's like colossians where it speaks about um founding the image of god he didn't see that equality uh, yeah. all of them stuff there like expounded yeah. what christology means and like fully human fully divine yeah. how that kind of fleshes out his life his death all of those stuff um but i approach it more so um from a biblical theology perspective where we i follow the bible storyline and i see how certain themes are developed throughout it okay so where systematic is taking a particular theme and then looking through the bible to see where it's mentioned Mm. biblical theology just follows the the entire biblical storyline and sees how um how god just develops different themes and different things throughout it um so yeah um arguably and i'm not doing this justice um but arguably systematic theology would almost be like bullet points Mm. of this like 
this scripture, that scripture, blah, 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 this and that. Where systematic, uh, where biblical theology almost be like, we're looking at the character and nature of God and how he had actually developed these things. And so in here, we, we at the beginning, we see his nature and his character in this way. We kind of see it developed like this and see it developed like that. Um, and so for me, it comes across a lot more relational. Okay. Um, so my, so I, I study, I say all of that to say I study the Bible in two different ways. I read through the entire Bible um, to gain like the entirety of what it is, but obviously that's not something that is done in a day. Um, I'm currently going through a chronological Bible reading plan. Um, I'm just coming to the end of Genesis because um, it's not I'm following the yearly one but it's not following the actual year mm. so I've started it whenever I've started it so I'm mm. coming to the end of Genesis but also I'm looking more concretely within devotional times at the Gospels so today's one was Luke 23 where Jesus crucifixion mm. and the thing that really stood out to me the most, God has been speaking to me about dying to self. Mm. Um, and I've been wrestling with just how hard that is mm. um, and Thanks. how hard that is, but also how necessary it is in order to live the life that he wants us to live. Mm. Um, and the, the thing that really stood out to me today was um when so that the account in Luke is where the two um other people were crucified behind him where it was mentioned one was kind of saying oh save us save yourself and save us and I was like well like you're a pagan like mm. you, you should die and it was like remember me when you come into paradise and and God had put me in that in that um criminal's position and it was like even in death if I rightly see Jesus, there is still life. Mm. And just had me pondering on that, mm. where it's like, it's not just death for death's sake, but in that death, if I am able to rightly see Jesus for who he is, there is a promise of paradise at the other end of it. Mm. Um, and that then challenging me to look at and hold on to the promises of God even as I am dying to self. Mm. So that, that, that was it for me this morning. I was just like, okay. Yeah. And that was needed. That was mm. needed because it, yeah, dying to self is hard. Yeah. It's yeah, hard. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you a different question, but I think I really like this question. So I'll, I'll, I'll drop it to you as well. What um, study methods are you using? Have you um, explored why? had you landed on this one and what was the most yeah what was the most recent um lesson that you kind of gained um I mean I never I never studied theology so I don't have that vocabulary and I think we've we've had that conversation before where mm. I still don't think I fully fully understand the difference between biblical and systematic theology um just but, just to add to that yeah I have asked lecturers for the difference and they have ummed and odd throughout the entire thing so yeah well, i don't no think one. it's clean cut yeah but yeah yeah um but presently um my my sort of approach is uh, and i think I, I took this from um dr chuck missler uh, who's like 
um he's he's passed away actually now but he suggested in in terms of studying the bible to always a christian should always be in the bible in some capacity and then they should always have something that they're looking at um and so i every year do the chronological thing um so where i'm currently in i think it's kings and chronicles because they end up being repetitions of each other and yeah. um, we just passed uh solomon's reign um uh, and looking at judah and what was going on there with jehoshaphat i believe um so i do that every every day do a little reading get through the entire bible chronologically in a year um and then for specific things that I'm looking at, um, because of church Bible study, we're looking at revelations. Mm. So I've Oof. been looking at revelation. Uh, I've been studying. Uh, we're in chapter, we're in chapter two. We're in chapter mm. two. We're on the third letter. So the letter to Thyatira. That's the fourth letter of the year. So the letter to Thyatira, I think. Uh, yeah, just for Smyrna. So yeah. So that's, I'm studying for that. Um, and so that's sort of been the thing I'm actually looking at. In terms mm. of steady strategies, um, like I, I've seen those Piper videos and they always look like, they always look like a lot of work. <laughs> oh. um, but I think my sort of thing is, um, because I'm also quite embedded digitally, um, is I've always got ESV, the ESV version mm. up. And then I've got like, tons of different notes and commentaries that I end up looking at sort of just to give context so I do mm-hmm. like the cultural um study bible notes because they they invested a lot of time in looking at the culture of the time and that gives mm. some context um and then I normally end up comparing it with uh ESV I think uh biblical theology or systematic and systematic theology like um commentaries um so yeah just end up end up reading and then looking at commentaries and then sort of pondering and that's sort of in the way i i study it so i haven't got like a more um structured way of approaching it Mm. yeah that's sort of been my thing that's good yeah so the thing that i the thing that i sort of um most recent discovery is looking at how the churches by virtue of their arrangements um uh almost prophesy church history mm. um, from ephesus to uh, all, all of the churches um end up almost um exemplifying a period of church history that i find quite interesting um and it's a really really interesting thing to look at um, and then, yeah, yeah. So that's been the thing that's really struck me recently. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. It's, it almost seems like, and this this is one thing that I really enjoy about just time with God, where it's like different lessons being learned at the same time, but being delivered by the same God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I which I find dope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So relatively short, relatively um calm. Mm. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um in his absence, Robert still wants to feel like he's in control. So he's given no, like no, he was actually trying to be helpful. 
<laughs> Let me give him some. Let me give him some credit. He was actually trying to be helpful, but uh, he suggested a topic for us, uh, which I thought quite interesting. Um, in part because I don't know what one of those acronyms yeah. mean. Um, but he was watching a video on, um, I guess, the gospel Christian music what, uh, sphere, and was talking about what is. Well, who gets to decide what is gospel and what's yeah. CCM? Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, it, what's the distinction there, if, if any? Um, first question, do you know what CCM is? I'm guessing Christian contemporary music. but Yeah, um, contemporary Christian music. Contemporary um, Christian music. Contemporary right Christian music. Um, but I'm, I, I need to... I didn't know that um, there will be a, a hard line drawn between CCM and gospel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I literally just Google searched it. And the mm. first video is CCM versus gospel music, the dumbest debate ever. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do, I do, because, as I said, I didn't see that Robert had actually defined it. Um, but I was sort of because I was guessing it's contemporary Christian music. Mm. I was sort of thinking what the difference would be just by virtue of the words, and for me, I would uh, as as you you read. I don't I don't think I don't I don't know if there needs to be like a clear mm. distinction. However, if I was to draw one, I think I would have to gospel is good news like by virtue of the word mm. gospel is good news so i think anything that presents the i would say so just by virtue of the word anything that presents the gospel message yeah would have to be gospel and then yeah everything else would be ccm would, would be so, just yeah, christian music i don't know it's like I, I kind of get so obviously you've, you've kind of got like the Christian lo-fi I know that that's yeah. but even then half the time they're taking gospel music and yeah. singing it over a lo-fi beat yeah. and in a lo-fi way um, so, but, so, yeah. but here's my thing though here's my thing though because when you say gospel music like for me the gospel has to be the gospel in it it can't just represent everything else. Like gospel is faith from sins, avoiding hell, yeah. reconciliation with God. Yeah. Right? Um, and so a lot if if I go by that, a lot of things don't fit into gospel for me. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not the uh, that's probably not the industry standard, but that wouldn't fit into the definition of gospel if I'm singing everything double double. Yeah, well, nah, because it's like, yeah, everything double-double is hard, it's hard to justify that one. It's really hard to justify that one. But it's 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 like Jehovah Jireh. Mm-hmm. God is my provider. Now, obviously, the, prov- the promise of provision is mm. primarily related to salvation. Mm. Um but within that, we we can expound to uh, may may you prosper even as your soul prospers. Mm-hmm. Um, but there isn't the promise of things being doubled. There isn't the promise of materialistic blessing in, in that regard. We do see examples in terms of 
Um, Solomon asking for wisdom, being blessed and blah, blah, blah. And different people mm. earning, like gaining different sorts of blessings and stuff. Mm. But yeah, it's, I, I find it, I find it. So would you draw, would you draw a line between the, the gospel message mm. and the implications of the gospel being lived out? Yeah. You would draw, why would you oh, draw For, for the purposes of this dumb debate. <laughs> For the purposes of this debate, I would no, just because, okay. just if we if we have to categorize it, mm. then I would in the sense of Jehovah Jireh. Yeah, you're completely right. But then, does that communicate the gospel message on oh. its own base value? That communicates a reality of, as you said, the gospel message being lived out. Now that oh. you are saved, now that you're reconciled, God is your provider, and mm. all that that means. And for me, that's Christian messaging. That's yeah. that's Christian truth. That's Christian reality. Um, and art can be built around that. The gospel message, something like, oh, come to the altar, right? Mm. I don't know if you heard that song. Oh, come to yeah, the altar. I love that song. Yeah, yeah. And that for me would be gospel. That song, yeah. That song, that song does madness to me. You know, because that is the gospel message. Have you mm. come to the end of yourself? Come, the Father's arms are open wide. Mm. You know, come to the altar. Yes, that's because from like again, just for the sake of this debate, gospel would have to be the gospel, and then everything else would be what Christians you know we're making art about our lives. We're making art about all these other things, Jehovah Jireh. Um, I don't know, all these, a lot of other songs. And so then the gospel category would be thinned down pretty, pretty harshly, I think, if you're going by just that. Do you think oh. gospel is just the black thing and then CCM is everything else? Yo, so Come to uh, come to the Altar mm. um, was sung by Elevation Worship. Mm. And I just quickly Google searched them and they're categorized on the CCM. Well, yeah. So then here's the thing though, because Snoop Dogg has been classified on the gospel at some point. He did a gospel album. So <laughs> he did, he did do a gospel album, and now, which I got on my Spotify. I have to admit. Now, every, every he now took, and he then. He took him to church. Every now and then on a premier gospel. Every now and then on premier gospel. Um, what's his name? Uh, Stormzy's Blinded by Your Grace comes yeah, up. Yeah. And then Kanye West comes up a lot as well. Jesus Walks. Well, not even Jesus Walks. Some of his newer stuff, his whole what? gospel. Oh, yeah, yeah, Donda. Thing. Yeah, not yeah. Donda, not Donda. Um, I think stuff Jesus from Donda. King. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think I don't know, but yeah. And again. Man's quoting different albums in that. Would I play, would I call these gospel? Did these communicate a gospel message? No. I mean, Kanye arguably, Kanye arguably, um, I think, I think for me, in terms of that, th there will be a distinction between there. Are, there are a few distinctions between people who, who are dedicated to this. So it's almost like, um, Kyokushin. Mm. There's a difference between Darren and us. Yeah. Darren's dedicated himself to this. Mm, like mm. Darren, Darren, he's he's about this life. Yeah. He will hop on, like he will drop work, hop on a plane yeah. and go teach a session. Yeah. 
Yeah. Us, man. Yeah, and no, I'm not coming to session tonight. Um, <laughs> worker pulled me in still. I'm not, I'm not, I've got bills to pay, man. I ain't, I ain't like you. And that's the distinction that I would put between someone like Maverick or Elevation Worship or... Um, okay, interesting. Or um, Donnie McClurkin, Kurt Franklin. How so? Um, that's that's no, very no, interesting. No, so I'll, I'd put all of them Okay. In the in in one camp, and then I'd put the Chance the Rappers, Kanye's, and right, and, and right. them okay, man okay, is okay. like you, like you man may be saying so, like, like yeah 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 you you're, you're not you you might be about the life but you're not mm. about it like these man mm, okay so yeah. e- even if you man are talking CCM and them things there's like all right cool you can hold that corner mm. but you're out of this conversation car mm. you're not. You're not sold out. And I'm not trying to say like, oh, them man need to be sold out before. But I'm just like, there's levels to this. Mm. There's levels to this. It's like, you don't need to be a pastor for me to recognize that you have a relationship with God. Mm. But as a pastor, I recognize that there is a level of dedication and devotion that you have yeah. that is different from the person who isn't in this in this position. I hear that. I and hear so that. just by virtue of where you're at, it doesn't mean that your sins are, you don't sin or anything like that. No, it's, it's, it's speaking directly to the le- level of dedication mm. to the craft or to the ministry or to whatever it is that you're doing. Mm. Um, and so the Kanye's and stuff, I'm just like, yeah, I don't particularly, we don't, we shouldn't need them to make what we're doing more viable or have more clout. Mm. Um but if they're doing it, cool. As Jesus said, anyone who who's like heals and stuff in my name can later on denounce me. But we know that man am I trying to do that? Mm. And tight Jahazio. But yeah, um, man just threw shade for <laughs> no reason. Um, if I'm if you listen to our podcast, I'm sorry in it. I'm sorry, sorry for what? I don't. I'm sorry, is he, is he, he won't be listening. God, to this God is love, man. God is love. He won't be listening to this podcast. I doubt he'll be listening to our podcast. To be fair, hmm. um, yeah. But in terms hmm. of in terms of like the, the actual content, I that there's a quote that I have heard that was attributed to C.S. Lewis, hmm. and he says, "When once you." Once you've been aw- uh, awakened, awoken to the light, mm. when you're woke, um, you can either speak about the light or about what the light allows you to see. Mm. Mm. Okay, yeah. And so we can either, and, and it's all by virtue of the light. Mm, mm. All of it is sight because of the yeah. light. And it's like yeah. when you've been awoken to Jesus, mm. Yo, oh, my bag just dropped and I was like, what is that noise happening behind me? I haven't got any pets in this house. Um, you can either speak about Jesus or about what Jesus allows you to see mm. in the world. Mm. Um, and would we place a, a, a distinction between speaking about Jesus and speaking directly about what Jesus allows you to see in terms of the gospel message? Mm. But I guess that's why I unwittingly did. Because yeah. it's I was like, there's the gospel and then there's everything else yeah. that so yeah. So that's that's what I would I don't know how how do you feel about that? Would you draw that distinction? I I 
I don't know if I would. Mm. Um, because I, I feel like in order to truly see sin for what it is, mm. I need to recognize who Jesus is and the way yeah. of what he did to redeem us from our sins. Yeah. And so even if I am not speaking, Jesus died for us. If I am, for example, um, like very active as a, on social activism, social justice activism and stuff like that, because I, by virtue of being saved, I recognize just how demonizing like Africans being beaten when they're trying to leave um, Ukraine. Ukraine. Mm. How it's like I'm not, I'm not saying it's exclusive to Christians, car. I believe that fam, some Christians are beating up them Africans, like I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, but in recognizing that this is actually mad, and my conviction is based off of no, Jesus died for us as, as a humanity, mm. and that places a level of uh, a level of weight of value and virtue. Mm. It, it doesn't only just place it on it, but it reveals it. And so now I am the social justice advocate because of my faith. Mm. Um, I still believe that I am presenting the gospel message in my advocacy, um, even though I may not be explicitly saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus all the time. Mm. Um, while still, as John Peter was saying, being prepared to, to like give a testimony or being prepared to explain why I have this conviction, why I have this um and being able to defend your faith um at any given moment in time and so yeah it's, it's like it shapes the way that i live but there and but i also recognize that there are polar opposites where some people be like now you need to be firmly in this camp mm. of wherever you walk leaving an imprint of john three sixteen, like literally for god's sort of the world like in everything that you do mm. and i have a problem there Mm. but i also have a problem on the far end where it's like your soul your actions and your words are so far removed from the gospel Mm. in terms of communicating it that you just come across as a good person that's it Mm. there isn't any indication of um the weight of your conviction behind it Mm. and and again it is not to say you need to be dropping jesus and every everything but Mm -hmm it's yeah because mm. because like we have people from every walk of life fighting for social justice fighting for um global warming fighting for whatever good cause they think they need to fight for mm. but as a christian what makes you different mm. um, and that's something to be individually and uniquely worked out so yeah i i won't i wouldn't draw a line but i would still be against extreme opposites yeah yeah yeah. so somewhere in the middle like with a fuzzy gray area where yes i am happy and ready to share the gospel at the drop of a hat Mm. and equally happy to just be like no man's just gonna hold this blm sign and just walk around walk around the streets real quick Mm. um without having to be like jesus loves you like Mm. I don't necessarily have to do that. Um, this, this actually 
So coming back to the the whole music thing, yeah, I think it, it hits on a, a bigger beef I've had with gospel, the gospel genre. Because mm. I don't even know if I don't think gospel should be a music genre in itself. Okay. This is interesting coming from you. Well, something Very like seeing something like seeing um I don't think at a music awards where there's best hip hop, there's best mm. um country there's best gospel and Lecrae and um, I don't know Maverick City are in the same category mm. because gospel and, and it goes back to me harping on the definition it defines more the content than the style or genre of music yes and so I really do think like a you know Bizzle God of Money them lot should be in the hip hop category because mm. they're hip hop. Okay, okay, I see it. What I what ends it. up getting what ends up making a difference is as 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 of course is the case. There's different types of hip hop. There's yeah. conscious. There's you know yeah. Ice Cube when they were coming up, and and I can't remember what they called it. If it was um, I can't remember what they called theirs, but you know the F the police and all of this. Yeah. There's gangster. Was that gangster rap? I think that was gangster rap. You know, there's the jar rules, and they're all different. <laughs> you know there are different kinds of hip-hop where we have this sort of classically accepted um definition of what hip-hop is Mm. and then the content defines what's different about it Um, and then and that's where maybe there's some some difficulty because you know where do you put a donna mcclurkin is that country music is that r&b is that you know so it's like then there's there's that but i don't think gospel in and of itself is a genre because it Mm. just defines the content or it just defines the nature of the content this content will be heavily influenced by someone's salvation someone being saved someone having you know a a god look out for them Um, and that would then fit in different genres and what, what do you think about that so I, I was interested to see how you would explain it because I know that you are very much an advocate for critiquing the craft. Mm. Um, hence, the people you listen to um, are very craft heavy. Mm. Um, and that's one thing that I appreciate. You really look at craft to be like, yo, how is this person building his craft? And I, I have more so been like, I hear the craft. What's the message saying? Um, and how well this person communicates the message but that also feeds into craft Um, I think (sighs) it's interesting because again it's where are these awards being given out and so if it's within the Christian realm then it won't necessarily be gospel rap or gospel. It, it should we should be able to just label it rap, rap yeah, yeah, or music yeah, or this and that because yeah, it's a it's a it's a Christian event. Yeah. It's a Christian award award event. Yeah. If it's secular, then would we want to um, almost? Would we want to be recognized as artist on a secular platform? Yeah. Is the question. Um, I think so. Now, 
And again, I think this would be more individual. Because mm. mm. I would be like, yeah, like if I'm putting in work as an artist, if I'm putting in work as 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 like as a craftsman, yeah, then wherever that they're recognizing craft, mm. they'll put some respect on my name. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've, I've I've put in the work. I yeah. can stand toe yeah. to toe with half of them man there. Yeah. Um, and to be acknowledged and recognized for that. And hopefully it isn't a case of pride because it's like, no, like God has given me a gift and I am, I am stewarding this gift to the mm. best of my ability mm. um, and it's being recognized. And so it isn't, oh yeah, me. And then being able to come onto these platforms, being recognized for this gift and recognize that, yo, I'm actually doing this for X. Um, so yeah, in terms of secular, secular um, stages, I, I would argue, I would argue the same as you, that there shouldn't be a quote unquote Christian category. Mm. Um, if it's country music, if it's whatever it is, then yeah, let, let it just be. If this person's music falls into the genre mm. um, sonically, mm. then let it be a part of it. Let, yeah. let it stand toe to toe with the rest of them. And I actually feel like if they did that, mm there would be better artistry coming out, yeah. arguably. Um, there are some good pockets of, of music and work coming out, but like, yo, you're, you're, you're legit going toe to toe with mandem who are just talking about shanking, gal, whatever, yeah. rare, tear, and like yeah. you're trying to bring music that speaks to them spiritually, mm. but doing it in a way that still is on point in terms of artistic so yeah i agree with you classic yeah. example um sorry sorry, no, sorry finish it, classic example i was gonna say toby Newgre, right yeah he's he he identifies as christian his music he, uh, <laughs> i said he identifies as christian like this is a gender fluidity <laughs> his pronouns are saved <laughs> but like you, you see his you pronouns see. are saved you see the you see the content coming through. He's talking about him, his wife, abstaining mm. before marriage, um, you know, requiring uh, support and accountability, um, mm. and all of these things. He's not explicitly, you know, um, ambassador yeah. Christian, but he is Christian. And the thing that what the reason I bring him up is he did collapse with Rise to Five Nine and Black Thought, mm-hmm. right? held his own yes you know of course this is rise than the five night and black thought so you know they're up there he held his own mm-hmm. he did um he did a collab with d smoke d smoke won um this sort of america's got talent for rap yeah, with smoke ti yeah he's yeah 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 no he's he's super dope super dope um but again toby held his own now i don't even think toby is the best rapper right mm. but i bring him up to say he's been you know he's been alongside these he's been on the same track with these and has held his own and i think if you if you were to remove the whole artist oh, a christian artist whatever and just look at them rap wise someone like abyssal like the gemstones um yeah i think i think they'd hold their own against the best yeah. of the best rappers out there do you know what like Easily. i think I think the the God over money lot. 
other than would yeah, hold yeah. their role. Yeah, much. even dating dating from a battle rap background and stuff like that, they did hold their role. They really I reckon did. they'd hold their role much better than a lot of the guys that I'm aware of in terms mm. of um, Christian uh, Christian rap, um, and I feel like yeah, Mandem have have been given a pass because oh yeah it's christian it's like when someone goes to, to sing in the front of church but their mm-hmm. voice isn't quite hitting it mm-hmm. it was like oh yeah no that's all right because you're doing it for the lord and hey it's make a joyful noise like yeah, make yeah, joyful music yeah it's just that bro don't 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 do that yeah don't do that, i think even a better example would also be um the four horsemen a a ward um uh, street hymns, the saga, mm. and Loso in battle rap, because mm-hmm. you can't just say they're Christian battle rappers; they're yeah. legit battle rappers. Like yeah. they're going against people, and you have to come. But yeah. their words and stuff is informed, so they're not, you know, they're not talking about all of this random stuff. They're talking about real stuff. They're talking about you, real stuff, and it's like they're holding their own. And again, it's that artistry as an, as as on its own. I think yeah. you'll see that a lot of Christians are actually up there, and and we should be, because at the end of the day, a Eminem is rapping for the paycheck or because he loves rapping, um, and he's good at it. Whereas the Bizzle is rapping for God. We have slightly different, you know, we're trying to impress slightly different people, and I think that's just sure. But yeah. Yeah, facts. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah, yeah, I agree. I see yeah. all of that to say I agree. I, I was I was gonna ask you though, sort of following on from this, worship music. Mm. Worship music. Because you you've had you've had your um worship Qualms. snob mo- moments moments. Qualms. Um but I so let me let me post this this theory. I end up thinking a lot of the songs we pick for worship on Sunday aren't mm. actually worship songs. Okay. Like they're more, okay. th- yeah. they're more yeah. maybe lamentations or they're more requests than mm. full-on worship. Mm. What, what do you think? I, I'm trying to think of some examples, but something like... Uh, um, um, even come to the altar might not necessarily be like a worship song in as much as it is a um what, what would i put it okay well maybe a better example would be how great is our god is a worship song it's focused on the person of god and on an attribute mm-hmm. of his that we are sort of adoring or worshiping and focusing on yeah whereas um I find other songs I'm drawing a blank on them. But other songs Good Father. The, sorry? Good um, Good Father. Well, even Good Father, because so so my definition of worship song would be something that worships, something that focuses on the person that adores an attribute of God. That's worship to me. Mm. It's just there's something amazing. So even good good father, looking at him being a good father, sort of thing, maybe. Um, yeah. I, I'm thinking again. No one sings double double during worship, but that's not as much a yeah. worship song as it is a praise song or a yeah. request song. If that makes yeah. sense. What, what do you think about that? No, I agree. Um, 
there are different nuances when it comes to worship. Mm. Um, and there are songs that are praising God for who he is mm. or what he's done. Um, even praising God for what, like, for what God's done is more, um, is not worship, it's praise. Yeah, it's more praise, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, and, and I've heard, whilst, yeah, I've heard someone, exp- I've heard someone communicate as, in worship, we, and this is a, a, a mad paraphrase, but it's along the lines of we meditate on the truth of God that we are yet to, to yet still to believe. Okay. Hmm. Um, now, for some people, those truths are a reality. Mm. For some, they have tasted God as a as a good, good father. Mm. And so when they sing, you're a good, good father, it's coming from this deep space of you're a good, good father. Mm. Um, for others, it is a case of no, like they're still struggling with this reality mm. of God as a father. Um, Not by faith. So. But by faith, they're meditating mm. on that truth and they're almost chewing over it. Mm-hmm. Um and so there is that element of still almost reaching by faith into mm. this reality of who God is, even as we're singing it. And mm. I, 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 I thought that a very interesting way of looking at worship. It is, yeah. Right. Um, right. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, I, I can, I can vibes of it. I can definitely vibes of it. Um, but there are different categories and nuance of singing and praise and worship. Mm-hmm. There are some that is looking at it's, it's thankfulness. There's some that is lament. So it's mm-hmm. almost it's almost like the psalms, because mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. are some where it's praise. There are some where it's worship. Yeah. There are some where it's like it's petitions. There are some where it's lamentation, yeah. but still yeah. recognizing God in that. And so yeah, it, it, it reflects the psalms um, mm. to that degree. Yeah. Mm, cool. Yeah, just and all of my sort of little pet peeves are coming out now. <laughs> but but in mm. saying that i think i have communicated before where i thought theologically some songs have gone askew and they haven't yeah. rightly communicated um the attributes of god or who he is or how he interacts with us relationally mm. um, or it has elevated or highlighted one attribute at the expense of another mm. um um and, it's, and it, it may not necessarily be like the entire song it may be like one particular oh, line. line yeah. um, like um, there's a song, he didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you brought heaven down. And like, I can't, I, I, I genuinely can't sing that song. I, I, I can sing the song, mm-hmm. but it gets to that line. And I'm just like, I can't sing that line. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think it's all semantics and how you understand it. Because you could understand, yeah. yeah, you could understand it from a position of he didn't want heaven as as a as a place void of humanity, mm. but his presence is heaven, mm. and so it's almost like he didn't want his presence without us, and it's like no, he's it's fully this. content. Like God is fully content within the Godhead. Like he yeah. didn't need to make us. You've been um, around. I've been around. So yeah, it's it's an interesting one to kind of navigate. I, I know a mm. vicar who was like he didn't like um, um 
Um, I see the stars. I hear the rolling thunder. How great thou art! Mm. He, did, he didn't. He didn't really like how great thou art, and his gripe was that it's almost creation worshiping. Okay. 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 A bit harsh, but okay. Fair enough. I see. I see. <laughs> it's almost yeah. creation worshiping. I see. Um, because he's like, we are looking at the created mm. and worshiping God. Um, I mean, God does say He reveals Himself. Yeah, creation, and that, that's I the hear, thing. I hear in, what you're in, saying. Though. In Romans, it does say like yeah. God hasn't left Himself without witness, but in yeah. seeing all of these things, it doesn't necessarily point directly to the cross, but it points towards the Creator. Yeah, and so even as we look at these things, we can see, and I think that may be the missing element where it's like yeah. we're looking at this and worshiping a Creator, yeah. but not quite amalgamating it with the cross mm. to some degree um yeah so there's there's different gripes and different things in different spaces um but yeah i think yeah yeah and there's always going to be pushback there's always going to be oh yeah you should have yeah but whatever um yeah i feel like i'm waffling at the moment no, no, and this is the thing. Just, I think, I think at the end of the day, what it really just comes down to is being, being, um, like paying attention and it just paying attention. Mm. You know, you, you know, all of this from gospel to CCM to what's worship, what's not, to theological um, accuracy of songs i think it just comes down to being mindful being paying attention to when you're consuming these things so um i'm not just doing it mindlessly as can be the case sometimes mm. but yeah and i also I think, like oh yeah i also like these categories and divisions um <laughs> drawing from your your book can be dangerously close to I follow Paul, I follow Apollos. Yeah. Sort of rhetoric. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas very much just like, oh no, man, CCM in it. Yeah. Like, no, man's gospel. You man are pagans. Like, you didn't see, I'm doing gospel. And yeah, it's it's yeah. It's like, oh, yo, you got you got you got recognized by a secular thing, man got recognized by by the gospel man. Then. Um yeah. And that obviously that reveals the the pride and, yeah, and the yeah. evil in your heart. Yeah. Um, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially where, as as Robert pointed out, like gospel is black on that side. Uh, I don't I don't That's... like I don't like putting it into that camp all of a sudden. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. Cause when you think about gospel music, you are thinking about the Donnie McClurkins. You are well, thinking about the gospel choirs. Well, you are thinking about the old school. Um, Afro, um, not Afro Caribbean, African American, yeah, sort of music um, that went heavy mm. on on um, like the Bible, but then when you think CCM, you are thinking about the soft rock, yeah, and yes, um, that's, that's which the is predominantly, yeah. which the is Marimans, predominantly, the yeah, 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 the the hill songs, yeah, them and there, um, and it's predominantly white there are more black people infiltrating it, but even I see them as having assimilated into a form of worship that 
isn't um, indigenous mm. to. <laughs> Man is about to get all all Marcus Garvey on us, but yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Mm. No, yeah. I think that's it. That's a good place to round up. Really. Yeah. yeah. Hookups. Interesting. I'm gonna go for the hookups first. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Mentioned, my, I was gonna actually drop this hookup on a previous thing, but I, it got derailed. Um, my hookup, you actually mentioned a don for my hookup. The smoke, the smoke, like I, yeah, I don't know what it was. So I was watching Bel Air, mm. I was watching Bel Air, and he's in it. Oh, he and comes, so, he's in, uh, he, he comes, Bel-Air. yeah, he's in Bel Air, and you. He's in Bel Air because um, Will Smith and his friend goes to his concert. I'm not going to give out any more if anyone's still watching okay, it. Okay. Um, so I was like, oh, cool. Let me. So I, I just searched him on Spotify. Inglewood. Come on. Um, searched him on Spotify, went to like his top five tracks, listened mm. to it. And I was like, yo, like I'm vibing with this. And there was one song that I was like, I'm really vibing. So I went on to the album mm. and I was like, yo, I'm digging this album. Um, and the album's called Black Habits, yeah, released in 2020. So, yeah. D Smoke Black Habits, the, there's one song on it that is on his most popular tracks called Gas Gaspar Yanga, okay, and it features yeah. um Snoop Dogg, yeah, fam, yeah. sick. But the whole album is a vibe, mm. and like. Yeah. Before before I listened to his music, this is a slap tangent. Before I listened to his music, I thought he was a Kendrick knockoff. Ah, no, yeah, I see. Yeah, people have said that. Have yeah, said that, right? I, I thought it was a Kendrick knockoff. And then I listened to his music and I was like, yeah. nah. Like his cadence and stuff is similar, mm. but he's his own, he's his own musician. Yeah, he is. He's his own musician. Yeah. yeah. D Smoke, we we found out well, because we followed. <laughs> We watched the, uh, he was on a series. It was on like yeah. a competition thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's Rhythm and Flow. Um, yes, I think so, yeah. And he won. Um, but we were following that whole show because Anita actually liked it. I was like, oh, this is the only sort of hip-hop thing Anita likes. So we actually, we actually ended up watching it. Um, and yeah, he's been dope. He's been dope. I, I followed him. Um, yeah, so D-Smoke is, D-Smoke is cool. Yeah, cool. D-Smoke, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, for my hookup, kind of want to go music. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, should I? Is it? Yeah. Uh, Eminem. <laughs> so Eminem, Eminem's dropped a new thing with um Snoop Dogg, and I think, I think I am more drawn to it just because, like, there's there's something there's something with longevity of Eminem, Snoop Dogg with Dr. Dre that camp. And then mm. watching straight out of, I think it's straight out of Compton, um, and seeing their story, and then seeing recently the whole Snoop Dogg um, and M kind of beef that got sorted, and this coming out, and it's just like mm. there's something I, I really, I don't know, I, I feel I like, I like about the way that's gone, and and mm. the respect and and the consistency, which yeah. is not something you see yeah. often. Um, uh, and, and that whole camp, that whole Dre, um, Aftermath, um, all of them guys, I, I think they've they've remained so consistent mm. in respecting each other and in 
sort of just doing their stuff, you know. M of obviously Eminem is just a yeah, mutant he, when it comes yeah. to rapping. Um but yeah, so Eminem and Snoop Dogg released a new um video. They use the NFT ape thing that they have uh, for the video as well, which is interesting. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> um, which is interesting. But yeah, check it out. I can't remember the name. I just know that it was some good rapping. Yeah. Eminem and Snoop Dogg's uh, flow has changed so much that people are suggesting M wrote his verse for him. But um, I'm not going to say all that. Uh, that, that, that. That is is very like I I see why yeah um so your song is called from the D twelve to the LBC oh is that what it's called yeah from oh, the right. D no from the D two from the D to the LBC that's it okay. from the from the D to the LBC so from the Detroit to the Long Beach uh, Long Beach Island yeah. yeah. So yeah, from the D2, the LBC. I said D12 because obviously Eminem D12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even D12 was a madness. They were, they were, they were. Oh yeah, so that's that's why I go. And um and I've yeah. got I've got some very good news for the listeners that I'm oh. sure you're gonna want to hear. Um so during the course of this of this podcast, I defeated the Elite Four. Pokemon Diamond, yeah. I was actually making notes. <laughs> <laughs> I defeated the Elite Four on Pokemon Diamond. Um, brilliant Diamond. So this is the new release on Switch. I just defeated the Elite Four. So right now it's running through the credits. So this has been a very, very like good time. We've spoken about gospel. Yeah, I've spoken about biblical studies and them things there, dying to self. What in the hell? <laughs> We've given you some heathen music to listen to after speaking about all of these things here. Know, and all right. I'm telling you that I just defeated the Elite Four on Pokemon. Hey, I'm considering what a productive day. I'm considering getting an Xbox just because you're talking about Switch. I'm considering getting an Xbox. So I'm moving with David yesterday and he showed me his um series, I think series S Xbox. Mm. It's the slim small. So yeah, like, oh, yeah. That could fit on the desk somewhere. You know, just yeah. As a break, but anyway, that's completely random. I'm, I'm surprised you you won't get the Series X with the CDs. It's space. It's all space. No, because the Series X is the the full version. Yeah, and and that's that's more like a cube. Yeah, but because I'm thinking space, I saw the small okay, one. I saw the, yeah. the S really Series super S, small. Yeah. One. Series S yeah. is super small, which would just compact. easily fit in a corner. Yeah, here. and financially, is a lot more viable. Yeah, so yeah, but anyway, that's completely random. Rounding up, guys, thank you for listening. Thanks. Um, you can find us on all socials, uh, TBS Furnace. Um, we're on Instagram at the Furnace UK. Um, no, I've messed that up. I've I don't up. even know. What I've Let me jump onto Instagram yeah. and see what I said. Follow us on socials, in it. <laughs> Yeah, facts, fam. I think it's at the Furnace UK on Instagram. And then um our email is tbsfurnace at hotmail.co.uk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find us on all podcasting websites and apps. Um, just set for the Blacksmith's Furnace. Um, we're on SoundCloud predominantly. Uh, I cannot see our what is our app? 
Yes, sir. Fairness, signing out. Blah.